Welcome to the Beyond Rich Podcast, where we talk about all of those turning point moments that changed everything and the mindset it took to get there. Hey, friends. What's up? Welcome back to the Beyond Rich Podcast. I am Natalie Lemus, your host. Wow. So it's been a while since I've recorded a few episodes, and I don't know if you ever do this with your life, but I do a lot where I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like, why am I doing this? And I know that my first episode was all about why I'm doing this, but it's easy to say why you're doing something before you start it. Have you ever noticed that? Like when you're in the visioning process or when you're in the dream state or when you're in the like idea, the brainstorm, that's when all those dopamines are kicking and you're like, I know why I'm doing this. But then when you get to like your 10th episode or your 15th day at work or whatever, you're like, wait, why am I doing this? How did I get here? Do I want to continue this? Why did I even start? I know I started for a reason. So what are those reasons? So two nights ago, I was just chilling in my bathtub, staring at my candles, and I was meditating and and thinking about, you know, why I'm doing this, why I have this podcast. I don't sell anything on here, literally sell nothing. So what is the purpose of this? I'm like busy and I have a lot of commitments. So why am I doing this? And I started to cry in the bathtub. It was kind of like a movie scene. And the reason that I'm doing this is for a few. Well, it's not even a few. It's for one person. And here's the person. It's the previous version of my mom. That is why. Let me tell you a little bit about her. So my mom ran away from home at 15 and she grew up really poor and she moved 21 times in 15 years. She never had a stable home life. She never had any mentors. She never had any stability or any safety really in her home at all. And she grew up with a lot of abuse in her home, the 20-year-old version of her and where she was at living in someone's basement that wasn't, no, someone's garage that wasn't even, it was an unfinished garage. She had a hot plate, like a hot plate burner and like a mini fridge and she slept on the floor and I was, and she's told me this story, you know, but it's like, I'm doing this for her, like for the previous her, for the people out there that are going through, like they have a big vision and maybe they don't even have a big vision. Maybe right now you're listening to this and you don't know where you want to be in the future, but you know for damn sure that you don't want to live the life that you grew up with, that you do not want to live in a family or have a family full of abuse and drugs and lies and manipulations and sadness and trauma. And maybe you're that person and and you're like, but I'm at the bottom and it's so hard. Like my mom used to tell me stories about how she would go on dates just to get food. Like she'd literally be hungry and then she would save, you know, she taught a story about, you know, she'd get like a roast beef sandwich and she'd go to the pepper mill in Reno and get this roast beef sandwich And it was so huge. And she would eat that roast beef sandwich for like a few days. And she was working at a gas station, you know, and it's like, that is why I'm making this podcast. And I don't know if you're out there working at a gas station and you listen to my podcast or whatever, but that is exactly why I'm recording these episodes. 
there is no reason other than I just want to share where I've been, what I've learned, and hopefully I pray that it will inspire you, encourage you, motivate you, and educate you. Maybe you'll walk away from listening to my episodes a little wiser, a little more inspired, a little more positive, and definitely with a lot more belief in yourself and belief that God can take you where you want to go. And again, I just want to reiterate, even if you don't know where you want to go, the fact of the matter is if you have that feeling deep inside that you are made for more or you're not like your family of origin, like where you came from and you're different and you think differently and you're even to that point in your life where you're contrasting, you know, and you're and you're looking, you're like in your young 20s, early 20s, mid 20s, or maybe even 30s, because I feel like at different times in different people's lives, they can wake up to the fact of like, I don't want this type of life. The life that I grew up in, I do not want this. But you're not clear on what it is that you do want. And what it is that you do want seems really fuzzy or really unattainable or, you know, and you start to doubt yourself, like, could I ever break through? Could I ever have that dream life that that I might desire? And so anyways, that's really what is motivating me to show up today is that 20-year-old version of my mom living in that woman's garage, sleeping on the floor with a hot plate, going to dates for free meals. Like that is, that is such, I can't even, I just can't even like, I, I'm, I just admire her so much for not giving up because I know there were so many times where she could have chosen to give up, right? And, and really end her life. I mean, we've had really deep conversations around you know, how hard those times were and her car would blow up and the engine would blow. She had no help from mom, dad, anyone. Right. And so it's like her car engine would blow up and she'd be like screwed, you know, and then her friend got a promotion at the gas station because her friend was screwing the manager and my mom wasn't and just all of these different things. And anyways, and then one person came into my mom's life right before my mom moved to Reno. So my mom, I said it earlier, she ran away. She ran away at 15. And she says she joined the circus, but it was really a traveling music group called Up With People. And she just basically wanted to get out of the abusive home that she was in. And so she used any opportunity that she could. She was not a singer, but she's super good at business. And so she would actually, I mean, she was 15, so she didn't know she was super good at business, but she is super good at business. And she would go to the different cities and set up the community in preparation for the performance. So she would go and like sell the tickets and go on the news channels and talk about how up with people was coming and all these things. And so during this time that she was still in high school, it was basically like a traveling high school musical. It's so funny. I think they made a show out of this. Anyways, I've actually never seen high school musical, so I have no idea if there was any overlap there. But uh, she had this teacher and this teacher changed my mom's life and her name is Kitty. And anyways, so this teacher at the time was like around 26 and she was like the older sister figure that my mom never had. And she poured into my mom and she was basically the one telling my mom, you know, hey, you should think about college. My mom never had thought about college. And so she was like, well, where did you go to college? And this um, teacher, science teacher said, oh, I went to UNR, University of Nevada, Reno, and she helped my mom fill out the paperwork and my mom went to college. And truly, I just think back on that and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, one person 
literally one person, I mean, God put this person in my mom's life for a reason. And this one person inspired my mom, went alongside her, showed her how to apply for college, the whole nine yards, helped my mom believe in herself. That was like the first step. And then my mom went to college. She got a finance degree. She went through the whole hard college years. She started selling life insurance. She actually became the first woman in the state of Nevada to be duly licensed in life insurance and another kind of insurance. I don't remember what it is. Sorry, mom. I promise I listened to a lot, but I forgot that little detail. My mom just broke through so many different just ceilings, you know, ceilings of achievement, mindset, beliefs. I just, I can just see God's just grace on her, even though during the time, like she would say, they were very, very, very dark times. She moved to San Francisco when she was 26, and she became one out of two women selling commercial real estate in San Francisco through a firm called Marcus and Millichap, a really, really prominent investment real estate firm. And she was in the top seven out of 500 agents. They were all men. She and one other woman were there. And it was insane. Insane. And just to think from like a little kid, girl, right, who moved 21 times in 17, no, 15 years, and who just endured all of this abuse and trauma. And it just, she says that it was a lot of like anger that fueled her, right? Wanting to prove people differently. But anyways, there's a lot more to my mom's story. I'm actually trying to convince her to write a book. She needs to write a book. And I, I literally cry when I think about it. I'm like, you have to write a book because I want our generations to know about her story. And it's so inspirational to me whenever I get in my head about like, you know, I'm not capable of, you know, being a CEO of this, you know, multi seven figure company. I'm not capable of running a team of almost 50 employees. Like no one trained me. I don't know what I'm doing. And I get in my head and I have doubtful moments because I'm a human too, right? I just think about my mom and I'm like, she persevered through so much and she just was, she's unwavering. She's unwavering. And it's just as a kid growing up and seeing that and then learning my mom's story, it just impacted me in such a deep way. And I'm so grateful to Kitty, you know, the science teacher that changed my mom's life and change the trajectory of her life. Because yeah, I don't know where my mom would have been without that guidance and without that encouragement. And so I tell all of that story <laughs> to encourage you. Because I think a lot of times when, you know, I was thinking about this episode too, and I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm going to call it what I want to tell my 20 year old self, right? And so when I think about my 20 year old self, I actually, I don't have any, or at least I can't find any journals from when I was 20. Actually, that's a lie. I have some journals from when I was 19 and then probably none when I was 20. Anyways, I just recently though was reading a journal entries from when, from 2017 and 2018. We totally underestimate how far we can go in life. We underestimate it. And it's so easy to be discouraged. Like it is easy to feel like I'm not far enough along. I'm behind all of my peers or the people that I look up to. I'm not where I need to be. I don't, I'm not this, I'm not that. And just be so 
just defeated in your mind and to really like succumb to all of that negativity and fear. And I just, if I had my 20 year old self in front of me right now, I would tell her, first of all, I would tell her to chill out. (laughs) I would tell her to I wouldn't say calm down because she'd totally be triggered by that. She'd be like, what do you mean calm down? But I would tell her to just relax, to let go and to trust and to realize that everything that's happening in her journey is going to be ultimately for her good and that she's learning and to give herself grace and to recognize the wins, no matter how minute or small to consistently pat herself on the back and congratulate herself for just getting up and trying again and trying again and trying again and working to figure things out and for seeking and for striving and for healing. When I was 20, I was in therapy on a weekly basis because I was raped when I was 18 and I was just recovering from that and just figuring out how to heal and figuring out who I was. And, you know, I've always been super ambitious. And so just kind of like navigating all of this, I would call it head trash and trauma with my ambition. I don't know if that even makes sense, but both of those things kind of like pulled me in different directions. You know, the trauma wanted to to make me small and afraid and make me disappear and drown in alcohol. And then the ambitious part of me wanted me to, you know, sign up for lots of things, overextend myself, you know, be super busy all of the time, probably as a coping mechanism for the trauma. And I would just tell myself at the 20 year old phase to just trust the process and that I'm loved and that God loves me and I'm not alone and that my life's going to work out in a magnificent way and to just keep trusting keep trusting, keep putting one foot in front of the other and never, ever, ever, ever give up and trust that you are wildly more capable than you think you are. Silence the noise, cut out the haters and keep moving forward in faith because you'll make it to where you want to go faster than you think even though she would never believe me <laughs> if I, even if I just like poof, like fairy godmother just showed up and was like, Natalie, listen to this. You know, when you're 35 or whatever, your life's going to look like X, Y, and Z. She'd be like, no, that's not, that's not for me. That's not, <laughs> there'd be a little part of her that would believe, but the size of a mustard seed, right? Like a little bit of faith. So anyways, I just had it on my heart to share all of that because I just know that there are people out there that are breaking those generational bonds that are that believe for are believing for a different future are trusting that their past and their childhood doesn't have to equal their future or their future family or how they are as a husband or a wife moving forward and I just want to encourage you like I want to be a voice that says keep believing and keep trusting and keep keep working, keep growing, keep learning, and you'll get there. I promise you, if you don't give up, you will get there, even if it's hard. And even there are times, you know, 
when you, when I wanted to quit, you know, there was really dark times, but in the end, yeah, I do believe God has a purpose for every person's life. And yeah, if you're listening to this, then I just want to say, I love you and you're doing a great job. 